This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. It's like, Exhibit, what the hell are you doing? I just wanted my car fixed. Ha ha, ha ha, it's a taco. You guys want to do a DMX impression? No. No? No. You know! I found a website that has an article about this. I guess guess what the website's called. It's I'm on space.com. I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out. You leave me in the trenches taking grenades, John. Get out of here, Russia. You don't get to cheat and win. They're Hydra. The Business on Top podcast. Santa's coming down for the spicy tuna roll and Natty Light at 2 a.m. Happy New Year, boys. We're back. It is the Business on Top podcast. What episode are we on? 53? 53. 53. I hope so. Oh, yeah. new, new year. That's how you know. We do this live, kind of, sort of, but not really. New year, new us? No, New same year, us. same show, new intro that we, me and Vijay just heard for the first time. Very good. Very, very well great. done by our editor. Thank you. Very, and, uh, uh, very, very reassured. Audio producer. I'm, I'm very reassured by... Uh, that tepid reaction to the, to the no, it was good. intro no, that I was really good. cut together. Well, you know the you know the rule. No one's ever being sincere when their voice picks up at the end. It's like you know she's all right, or yeah, it was really good. You're really forcing your way to say, well, didn't love it. No, but I I enjoyed it because it was good. those were some of those were some of my favorite episodes and memories of the last year. And now we're gonna make some new ones. Yep, starting today. How was everybody's new year? What did you guys good. do? I mean, you were in town, right? You were in town. Yeah. yeah, I mean, tried to spend it with some family. I mean, with COVID breaking out, you know, you want to be safe, you know, stay home and be isolated a little bit. So it was different, but it was fun. Yeah, I think COVID ruined uh, New Year's this year for a lot of people. I know we had some some plans, and it um, didn't work out because of COVID, but. It is what it is. I mean, New Year's is just like we find the positive. We're we're half, you know, glass glass half, half full, full kind of guys. Yep. You know, you watch the ball drop. It's a new year. You know, maybe you have a drink, then you go to sleep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had my last drink on uh, <laughs> New Year's Eve, and I forgot. <laughs> I I Fiji actually was with you on New Year's Eve. Yes. We played golf together, and it just completely slipped my mind. Yeah. But. Word to the wise out there, if you have not been in the sun for a long time, don't play two consecutive rounds of golf in one day. It will give you a bad headache, and you will be so dehydrated. Uh, on that note... Were you sunburned? I, I wasn't even sunburned because I think just the weather was so nice and it was cool that I, that I didn't get all burnt up, but I, I had the headache of a lifetime. And then I had... Uh, I, instead of a beer shower, I legit... I did a water shower, and I felt better. So I was able to go out for like an hour... Was home by 11:30. Had my last beer, and uh, if you follow us at Business on Top Pod on Instagram, uh, you will know that this is the time of year where I stop drinking for a month. I am training for a half marathon in Atlanta, trying to be as healthy as I can leading up to that. So doing a little bit of a detox, and I am on the dry January train. So are there Have you any guys other dry months that before, before the race? No, I, you know, it's funny, though. i like, going to totally ruin it because then I'm just going to start drinking again in February. And <laughs> all the, the work that I did. February is a good month. Now the race at the end of February, and then the triathlon is at the end of April. So, so you, you have well, – It is a half marathon? i got to get what? back in the pool. 
It's a half marathon at the end of February. Ha- half marathon in Atlanta. If you want to come support us, I will be wearing business on top stuff. Singlets. For the race. Yes. Yep. Business on top. Uh, business on top. Uh, energy bars. Business on top headband. Would it be business on top if it was a singlet? I think, I think it would just be business all over. Business all over. Which sounds kind of gross. Good. Like, yeah, I don't think anybody wants business all over from any of us. But, uh, uh, you know. Speak for yourself. Yeah. 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 We are bots out there, you know. <laughs> yeah, actually, apparently there are some bots that uh, want to know what we're doing while you're in the bathroom. I said shitting because that's what while I do. We're in, the, I'm in bathroom? the bathroom. Yeah, you never seen one of those comments. I feel like I, I feel like I oh, sh- oh, shared like, that with you guys like this the, week. Yeah, the... there was a bot. It asked me. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find it. The call and response. Message me on this if. You oh, it didn't, didn't even <laughs> didn't even get that far. Um. Yeah, it was like, I want to see what how you react to this. Oh, answer honestly, what are you doing in the bathroom after seeing my video? Because I really want to know what you were doing with an exclamation point and a question mark. I responded to Catalina dot underscore RJA2 <laughs> shitting. Well, hey, that's what you I gave did. an honest answer. Yeah. And, you know, that's she, what we do here. For some reason, she really wanted to know. I mean, like, there's I mean, there's only so many options. Yeah, Listen, she's a real person, okay? Mm-hmm. She wanted to know real what person, you were doing. Real, real person, person with feelings. Real, <laughs> real response. <laughs> what about um, with the new year? Again, like we said, same show. Also, new year, same Antonio Brown. Because this dude's crazy. Like, is it oh, at this point, is it funny to you or is it concerning? Because I see somebody. Not who, funny. Definitely not funny. funny. I don't know. I, not surprising I wanted, or I wanted funny. it to be funny. And then the more that I saw it and the more that it registered with me, it stopped being funny. I didn't even, like, break a smile when it happened. It's just this guy's crazy. It's honestly bad for football. I thought he got thrown out at first. No. Like, I caught the highlight as he was taking his shoulder pads off and his helmet and, like, tossed his shirt. And I was like, oh, he got thrown out. And he's just like. He wasn't even benched. He Because apparently he didn't get enough he quit. Uh, receptions. He quit. Well, well I, that I, was. <laughs> That was what uh, was being claimed from the Buccaneers. His claim is that he had an ankle injury yeah. and they tried to force him to go back into the game, and and he didn't have like the meaning or the ability to do so. And when they told him to go back into the game or else you're cut, he just flipped out and left. And credit to him. I mean, if you see the the sideline video, Mike Evans goes and says, "Hey, like, don't do anything that you're gonna regret." And then like 30 seconds later, he's doing jumping jacks in the end zone and. Also, if his ankle was bad, it sure didn't look that way. The ups that he was getting in the end zone. There's no way. Meanwhile, it's like was third a... down. Everybody's getting lined up to run the play. I've he never had seen a touchdown like in like 70 yards at yeah, that he point. He had a good first half. I'm not really sure what. I don't think we'll probably ever know what uh, what actually happened. You know what? Shout out to uh, Mike Tomlin for dealing with him for how many seasons that he was on mm-hmm. the Steelers. And John Gruden for dealing with him for like three weeks. I mean. Yeah. Hopefully. <sighs> Hopefully this was his last down in the NFL. I hope it, that. It's so I mean, sad, man. Do you say that with concern for him and just hoping that he finds the help that he seems to need? Yes, and I just think that he's just setting a a really you know terrible like he's the league just looks real bad with him. Uh, I mean, this isn't the first time he's done this. He had the 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 incident in Oakland with the helmet. Where he's complaining about the helmet, and then he had the off-field stuff 
I forgot yeah. all about that helmet thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a whole ordeal. And then what happened in New England? Something happened in New England. Well, didn't it was it? the it was the sexual assault scandal where yeah. he was accused of sexual assault by I think several people. Yeah. And the Patriots just decided to cut him loose. And then remember he was at his home and like the cops were called and he was like he was throwing stuff out a window in an apartment locally. Wasn't that down here in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. But I mean, when you're talking about somebody like Antonio Brown, you do have to take into context that this is a person that had pretty bad rough upbringing not that it's an excuse but people's backgrounds do influence who they are this was somebody that was homeless at 16 years old down here in south florida uh ended up getting cut from fiu before he even got a scholarship there ended up walking on at central michigan was was a problem there but uh it was somebody who seemed to have found his way early on in his career uh with the steelers but you know, this this might go. This might be just like a nature versus nurture argument. This is just somebody that has has kind of always had a lot of issues to work out, and you just hope that he can get the help that that he needs. And mm-hmm. you know, there's there's another wrinkle in it because you, I know people have been talking about the Vontez Perfect hit from 2016, saying he hasn't been the same since then. But I mean, I, it's, it, it, I guess it, I, I, I suppose it can be both. It, it probably had a little bit to do with it, but I I just think his whole career kind of. It speaks for itself. It's not like one play changed him for good. Yeah, I don't think one hit. I think Mike Tomlin and the Steelers hid what he did for such a long time. Like uh, that's why That'd I give true. a lot of respect to to Mike Tomlin for keeping it under wraps. But well, it's he funny. dealt with a lot of stuff. It's funny that you mention that because when you have a player that you know the Patriots can't even get under control. Yeah, yeah, Belichick can't get him under control. That's Brady crazy. couldn't get under him under control, and he was living Twice. at his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good look for the league. Um, yeah, just happy that. I mean, think about it, if you had him on fantasy, he had a good first half, <laughs> and then gone. Speaking of like fantasy. a lot of guys this week in fantasy. Yeah, yeah it was a it's a mixed bag in fantasy for the group. Uh, we had some winners. We had some losers. Let's go around the room. Um, congratulations, sir. The champion. Your name's gonna go back on this trophy. Times four. The man, uh, the um, legend. I'm dedicating this trophy again for the pod. We're keeping this trophy on this table for another <laughs> year. That's what I care about. Another season, another year goes any, by any without tips, my name on the nameplate. Any tips or tricks to those uh, fantasy people out there that, you know. To draft? One, one, yeah, to draft. or The key to fantasy yeah. isn't the draft. It's the waiver wire. I agree with That's that. That's a good point. No, Every, really everyone, your, your team's going to get hurt. Right. Uh, I mean, I got lucky this year. Like none of my guys really ended up on the IR, but most years your team gets hurt and you got to add the right guy. And, you know, there's guys you want to add short term, guys you want to add long term. It all goes into account, especially when you're in a competitive league like ours, where everyone's paying attention and people are pretty on top of um, for the most part, you know, injuries or COVID. Yeah, for the most part, um, it's tough. So. Waiver wire is the key to winning a league, in my opinion. Ben, do you have a top four by chance of waiver wire pickups that you've had over the years? Ooh, I can oh. filibuster for you if you want to over take a little bit years? to think about it. Over the years, yeah. So I, I don't know. So mine, I picked up Alvin Kamara on waivers his rookie year, and he led me, I believe, to the championship where I lost by .75 points because Phil Dawson missed a field goal, after which I promptly made sure that there were no kickers in the league anymore so that stuff couldn't happen to me ever again. Anyway... It's tough to remember. Uh, I don't know how you guys remember. Like, 
I remember a couple players I've had here and there, but I don't remember full teams. You didn't have a waiver wire pickup that just completely changed your season. Um, I mean, there's a not bunch. really. Re- not I mean, can you can you think of one? Because I know you you know you're a past champion of this league. I probably shouldn't be leading this conversation because my name isn't on the trophy. Season four, 2015. Congrats, probably very very good year for you. Yeah, I don't that remember that. That was the. I believe though. that was the birthplace. That year was the was birthplace the, of the trophy. Was that the? Um, Aaron Hernandez year? No, that was a that was several years before that. So I think I remember. And by the way, if you're if you're just tuning into the show and uh, you're not a friend of ours, Aaron Hernandez year was uh, I believe 2012. We're all turning 21. I believe I had like a 31 point lead going into going into the game, and then probably like an 18 point lead going into the fourth quarter. All VJ had was Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez scored two touchdowns and got uh, 33 points, and I ended up playing for fourth. <laughs> that's oh. a that's a good segment because I actually want to know what the people listening out there are like. What's your craziest fantasy win? Yeah. Ever. You have two. I do. And one of them happened last night because I'm wondering if you didn't watch the Pittsburgh game last night. Pittsburgh is blowing the doors off of Cleveland, and the game is is out of hand. There's, for some reason, a couple of first star or first line, not first line, but uh, first string players that are still out. Najee Harris gets a garbage time, thirty-ish yard touchdown. And how many fantasy championships did that change? Do you think? A I think lot. a bunch. A lot, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I was people just needed a full <laughs> chub from Nick Chubb, didn't get it either. I was like just, me. I was thinking of. Uh, to flip to kind of flip your question to make it easier well easier um i guess do you remember i know my answer do you remember one guy on your team from any of the years that you drafted that was like carried your team the whole year um i think mine was you mine was this year 2016 I think I had David Johnson. There was one year I had David Johnson, and he put up like 40 points a game. I think that was the year that you might have beat beat me in the semis. And uh, I'm thinking Christian McCaffrey. One of the million times he won this league already. (laughs) Christian McCaffrey for me, I think one year I had like the Christian McCaffrey year in his prime. Yeah, when he wasn't injured. Yeah, healthy. I mean, healthy Christian McCaffrey, if there is such a thing anymore. Is probably one of the most one of like the biggest threats in the game. I mean, the guy was going number one overall in most leagues this mm-hmm. year, um, I, I, and that's where well, I would have taken him too. It just happens that the guy's made of glass right now, and it's it, that that's one of the worst things when you have somebody that's so talented, and then they get injured, so you never see them realize their full potential. Or how about a guy like Saquon? Well, that just, was the other person that I was thinking of. Like yeah, you saw how great he was his rookie year, and he just hasn't been the same after that injury. Yeah, well, I think also, I mean, the Giants, I mean, the, the Giants don't even have a quarterback. Like, they might as well just not even try out a quarterback. I think they threw for seven yards this past week. I think it was like 29 or something yeah. like that. And if you factor in the sack yards, it was like minus 14. It's terrible. I actually have I a couple. I can do that. I have yeah. a couple tips for people who are trying to be. And my neck is half the size of Mike Lennon's. <laughs> I have a couple tips for people who are trying to be better in fantasy football. Um, I only say that because I think feel I feel like we're all pretty consistent with fantasy depending on you know how many leagues we're in or whatever but i feel like we all finish top three and you know most of our leagues we make the playoffs yeah we make the playoffs i came in least. second in one and i came in last in the other so i don't know no, if you, you want to come in last. you want to lump me into this conversation so that's i was first team out in the playoffs but then matter. ended up losing out all in right. the sacco all right I'll give consolation three tips. three tips one tip always be in multiple leagues 
to mitigate your risk of losing or you you can gain at least a little bit of money back uh depending on how you draft and whatever your your deal is but always be in more than one league don't draft the same guys in those leagues yes yeah and don't draft this <laughs> yeah that's another just one. like stocks gotta diversify that portfolio yes. we yes. are not financial advisors exactly number two lol <clears throat> always pick a receiver that can play in the slot or wherever uh on the field so like this year I, it was um cooper cup debo samuel and a couple of other like Je- uh uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, Jamar Chase, who can play on every aspect. Touches, of, uh, touches are super important. Yes. In other words, in every league, I feel like whoever won in this this year ha- either had Cooper Cup or Debo Samuel in their t- on their team. I'd won. Yeah, I mean, you had, had one, right? I, mean, at least. I had Cooper. I had I Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel last year, and I ran into a five touchdown Alvin Kamara in the in the. Well, Shiba Bowl. I mean, that's that's fantasy. Like you never know what's gonna happen. But yeah. it gives you a better chance with Jamar Chase. Oh man, Jamar, so happy. Jamar Chase Championship Week. Holy. He put up. He put up. He must have put up at least sixty. No, he put up he, like fifty. I would imagine 50. that he won a lot of fantasy leagues by himself as well. No, he put up more than fifty. He had eleven catches for. Like he, he had three touchdowns, two hundred sixty. Three touchdowns, right? Yeah, three touchdowns is eighteen. Eleven catches is twenty-nine. Are you talking about full PPR? I mean, most PPR normally is. I I personally oh. like half better. But I like half. Normally, full PPR is like the the norm. Okay. Like, I would say more leagues. Are, so that right there is, what, 11, um, 29, that's, what, 55? Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. more, depending on if they we have gotta bonuses. we got to see whoever had them. Who had them in our league? Yeah, I don't know. One. Right. Anyway, number three, before you start. Yes, go ahead. Number three is draft a good tight end. Because they're low-key the best players on the team, like most consistent. Shane. Very limited players. in supply. Yes. Shane was not happy with who I took. Yeah. Yeah, you got a little Kelsey action. You know, it yeah. would have been it would have been nice if uh, he had passed over Travis Kelsey one one behind I was waiting in the I'm wings telling to take you, man. him. I have a fourth. Worked out well for Ben. Oh, and a fourth. I think I have a fourth and then this will probably send us into into break. Okay. Um this one's key. This is actually my probably my top fantasy football secret. And I've never told this to anyone. So I hope everyone's ready. It's an exclusive. Exclusive. I, kind of like my discount codes. Oh, all right. But it's not a discount code. I'm not okay. giving free advice. It's a fantasy discount code? Yes. Good team name. Ooh. Oh, okay. Golden Great Tans one. for life. Lo- low key, the best. Okay. They're I have a good team name. Team. Have a good team the league. Name. I've just been making Shia LaBeouf and Shrek puns for years. And you got to do a football got pun. one win to come out of football it. Football pun. Fantasy gods get on your side. I have been a Golden Taints for years. My 2016 team name, I'm sad it's retired, is my favorite team name of all time. Clinton dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, the one. Fresh Prince of Hilaire is going to be coming at you <laughs> hard go. going girls, into next cup. season. <laughs> the Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to the Business on Top Podcast. Episode 53. I wonder what the Jeff Bezos' penis rocket of 2022 is going to be. <laughs> because we had... Our guy is we obsessed had this, with this. Right? We had the 2020 election. Last year, it was Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. Uh, when, but seriously, those Blue Origin things, that, that is what they look like. I'm not even kidding. When Frankie gets them on, you'll have to ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've been working on that one since episode one. We we're supposed to have him on episode two, but he bailed last yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, he had some stuff going yeah. on, I guess. Frankie, but, get him on for next week. 
staying on the uh i guess kind of carrying over from the first segment we don't usually do this with sports we try to keep it um to one segment we don't want we don't want to be a complete sports podcast but uh we have it jotted down in our little uh pre-episode notes so we'll, we'll touch on it it's big enough that i think we need to uh talk about it but if you're a baseball fan you know the name ken rosenthal and um arguably would you say what one of the best journalists top three i, I would right? say consensus one of the most well-respected uh baseball journalism figures out of any time in the past like pa- any time in the past probably 20 years or so you, you have when to you think, think it's like john Heyman. Ken Rosenthal, Tim Kirchin, Tim Kirchin Buster, Buster Olney. Olney, yeah, and that's and every you know there's a couple guys here and there, but those guys are definitely um, at the top. They're always breaking the news. They um, usually get the exclusive interviews. Um, so it was surprising to see that uh, MLB Network let him go. Um, now he, I think he's still with Fox, and he's yeah. with one other, maybe ESPN. Um, or was it Bali? Maybe with he was with like two. It was like Fox and one other. Okay. So he's not completely unemployed, but still, um, MLB Network let him go apparently due to the his critical remarks of the commissioner, Rob Manford, um, which seems pretty crazy. Right. So this is a story, and I'll read it directly from the from the New York Post, which was one of the uh, entities that that broke this story. Um, my feelings about the New York Post aside. MLB Network has cut ties with Ken Rosenthal in what is believed to be the end result of acrimony that peaked in the summer of 2020 after Rosenthal criticized Commissioner Rob Manfred, um, analyzing Manfred's handling of the situation for the Athletic. And, my gosh, if there was a get-out-of-here, based on, on what I know about this story, it would have to be to, to Rob Manfred. I mean, if, if I asked around the room, like, who's the most hated commissioner, Gary Bettman might be up there, but at this point, like, I guess Gary Bettman has been responsible for two lockouts, but now this guy has been responsible for number one, like the sale of, of the Marlins to an ownership group that lied about slashing payroll, and he knew that they were going to slash payroll. Number one, number two, there's the scandal that just broke over a, a couple of months ago about Juice Baseballs, where he had requested, and I don't know if he did this personally, but somebody at his direction had directed baseballs for for more important games big games to be juiced so that there's more offense in those which makes a lot of sense if you think about that field of dreams game how great it was so don't bring that game up yeah well and i know you guys didn't like that but it was no no No, no. i I was watching it by myself but you're talking about a a commissioner that is now responsible for the first lockout in in baseball in nearly 20 years um, the players and owners seem to be as far apart as ever, and there's a lot of money to be lost. Uh, baseball is falling behind in demographics. I believe there are certain soccer games this year that have outdrawn like top baseball games, outdrawn the World Series. So any criticism of, of this commissioner, whether it's from Ken Rosendahl or otherwise, in my opinion, it's completely justified. Mm-hmm. A- and, and honestly, how dare the commissioner – Take somebody who is well-respected just across the board in the game and make him a casualty of this guy's ego? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Even though it's not a segment, but I, I feel like I had to get at it. I feel like I had to end any angry rant with a get out It's of important here. because Put on the poll, if you listen yeah. to BOT, do you have to end any angry rant? It's important because baseball is, I feel, is a, 
I feel like is a, a big part of our lives, all three of us anyways. And uh, when something like this happens, it's like, I mean, there's something wrong. Well, not just that. Like, yes, really wrong fundamentally. I was going to say yes or no. Ken Rosendahl has been like a part of our life. You've seen him doing the sideline reporting for Fox basically as far back as you and I and and Ben have been in middle school. Mm -hmm. And so to have this person kicked off the airwaves because he was doing his job as a journalist and saying something critical, like how fragile does your ego have to be? Is that not um, go again? I mean, freedom of speech. It, it is. You but not be able. I mean, it's not like. But you, it doesn't matter. But it's not the government. It's a yeah. private entity. He's he's the commissioner of baseball. MLB Network can fire people for whatever they right. want to fire people for, as long Terrible. as it's not like discriminatory. Terrible. Yeah, if they if they don't like the message, they can control the message. Let's get out of silver. But that that uh, waters down baseball. Yeah. My my problem with this is somebody with a journalism degree that's behind you on that wall right there. Is that it? That waters down the, the credibility of the message. It waters down the credibility of the messenger. MLB Network is just going to tell you what it wants you to hear, which I guess is the same thing that NFL Network does because you don't see any any coverage of concussions or anything like that, and you don't see uh, the the Will Smith movie running in syndication on on NFL Network. Instead, they seem to be plugging Kurt Warner's movie. Which brief detour. Has anyone want to see the Kurt Warner movie? Do we want to do a remote at the Kurt Warner movie? I mean, I'll watch it eventually, but I'm not like yeah, I don't. I'm not I, gonna go on. Oh, I want to go a lot, a lot more than you guys do. We'll 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 get back to that in just a second. And when I say that, you know that we we never will. But it it's disappointing to see somebody who is like generally beloved. I don't think I don't know anybody who just has a hate passion for for Ken Rosenthal. I mean, to just get kicked to the curb. You saw a lot of people on Twitter too, well-respected people in baseball speaking out <clears throat> after Rosenthal got fired, kind of backing him. So it shows you that um, clearly this was the wrong decision. Um, I think we all know that. And it's a shame. Baseball's down bad right now. Spring training's right around the corner. We don't even have a season lined up. Um, you know, the MLB had a really exciting year this year. One of the more exciting ones recently, you know, with Otani having the year he did, Vlad, I mean, there's a lot of young stars. Uh, I mean, the Braves. The Braves, Braves won yeah. without their best player. It was a really good baseball year, and um, it just got ruined with with the lockout and now the firing of Rosenthal. And, uh, you know, you got to assume that the negotiations, negotiations are going to get real messy. So um, baseball's just down real, real bad right now. Um, but – Getting off sports, because, again, we are not uh, a, a strictly sports podcast. Real quick, new commissioner, Adnan Virk? Adnan Virk. Yes, yeah. our friend of the show. All right, it's decided. Adnan Virk, Ad new commissioner, congratulations. We will support you, and we will get that um, going. We will we'll get the campaign going. We'll That's support you just like the listeners of this podcast support us. Just a reminder, the Business on Top podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review, both in the United States and Canada. Oh, Canada. We hope to see you soon, Toronto. Yes. Um, again, switching gears from sports. We don't want to be too sportsy, although we love talking sports all day and all night. Yes. Um, new year, same show. We still don't know what the hell's going on with NFTs. Does anyone know? Has anyone made any headway on 
I know what it stands for now. Non-fungible non fungible tokens. Token. Okay. I thought it was. All right, that's it. I thought it was new. F- <laughs> I thought it was new friend Timmy. So, <laughs> so let's, uh, we we know what it stands for. We know it's digital art, right? It's like pictures that are just made. Pictures, g- uh, gifs, gifs, yeah. Yeah. And, and they're going for a lot of them are going for pretty good money. For some and they're reason, going up in value. Yeah. You ever notice that a lot of these are like monkeys and cartoon animals. animals? Yeah. yeah. Board Ape Club or Yacht Club. Or That's the one. Else. That's yeah. the the monkey is the one that I see the most. Yeah. It's crazy. There are people making thousands and thousands of dollars off these. Pictures. I feel like it's a market we should be in. Yes. I feel like there's money we should be making, but none of us know. Uh, working on it slowly. Yes. There I it is. Just I, I'm on OpenSea right now, which yeah. is apparently yes. the Open website is that you're like supposed the, to go the to. Market yes, the marketplace. For most of these uh, NFTs. Okay, so I guess we know the basics, right? OpenSea is where you buy and sell. Yes. You need Ethereum, which yeah. is a cryptocurrency. Yeah, uh, this is like uh, nice, this is nice. like stuff I've keep read going, off like keep one going. Google link. Um, you need yeah, you need you to convert dollars to Ethereum to buy these NFTs, and it's like eBay, right? It's like a bidding system. Is it some not? of them are bid, some of them you can buy now. Okay. Uh, but those will obviously be at a premium. Yeah. So right it's now. like eBay. So th- you th- want to win if, a bid? Yeah. If you want to get into NFTs, like. You have to know before they come out, you know, wh- the date it's going to come out where like they stock. have pre-sales. They have pre-sales that you can get into where you can get these NFTs at a, like a, a discount. Um, but, I mean, obviously it's very difficult to get because most of those are going to go. They're going to have friends and family that pick them up beforehand. So if you get an NFT, where are they stored? You got to get a, a, a crypto wallet. So... They have a couple wallets, Trust Wallets, uh, MetaMask is another I've heard big of, one. Yeah, I've heard of MetaMask. Yeah, so essentially you'll you'll have those NFTs sent to that wallet. In addition to your crypto? Like your crypto can yes. be in that wallet? Yep, exactly. Okay. And it, there's just so much – You there's – I feel like my brain's going to explode because every time I research, I learn something new. Then I go down that rabbit hole, and it's just like I, I just can't – keep up with it i think we should all chip in and just pull the trigger on one not not something crazy like not drop like 10 grand but like i don't know a couple hundred bucks well you actually can browse by category and of course the category that i went to is the sports one because it's like the only thing that i understand i don't want to get like a picture of a monkey that we can't even if but even if we split it up a hundred bucks like a couple hundred bucks it's still not enough like most of these, like especially like the apes that we were yeah, talking, talking about, thousands upon thousands. I mean, yeah, at least the lowest one's a couple grand, and that's the thing; it's already saturated at that point. So you have to look at projects that are just coming out, or they have a marketing team that is is talking about it now that'll release in a month or two, and you have to get into Discord, yeah, uh, you know, chat rooms to figure out, you know, that's when crazy. Have good news, yeah. I'm looking at a Friday Night Punk. Uh, pixelated art NFT of Quinn and Williams, and this is on sale for 0.035 Ethereum, which is $132.61. Okay. If I buy it now, you can owe me. I mean, you think a sports in it? I, I mean, because think about it, it was, it was. You could sell it back to Quinn and Williams. What? Yes. Well, well, no. Think about this. In de- December 7th of this year. It was only 0.02 Ethereum, so it's almost doubled in in just a short month. I mean, it's not a bad idea. I feel like sports is one, uh, one sector of the NFTs where 
we haven't seen a lot of it yet. Uh, most of them have been animals and these weird doodles and, you know, this mm-hmm. and that. But I, I actually haven't. Oh, there's the one called Ballers that has, like, basketball players uh, minted as, I don't know, digital NFTs or whatever it is. But I haven't seen football or baseball uh, The yet. Indy 500. There's some really, really sick. That's not bad. Oh, is that the one that Crypto Dunks? Is that the one? Crypto that Punks. Is that oh, what you're okay. talking about? Well, this one's those I don't get. Dunks. Those are the little like pixelated things. Those are like the original Minecraft characters. Those are the original ones that like made it. Made yeah, the I don't understand why up. people were Rob buying Kurnkowski those. Rob Kurnkowski has one. Oh my God, Rafa Nadal has one. It's all about Let's branding. Check this one out. It's all about marketing. You know, you get big people behind these projects, wow. and you know, people will be in. Yeah. So Nadal gonna, hitting a forehand at the French Open. I want this. We're gonna have to do our, I guess, research and make, I, make ben, offer. Ben's got a good point. I think we we should split an NFT somewhere. Maybe we'll just pull keep a you trigger guys, on one. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on our the value of it, and then uh, maybe we'll just post it here and there and see. Uh, maybe we'll give it away. Happens. I just yeah, maybe we'll give it away. Who knows? I, Unless I, it's a million not. dollar NFT. <laughs> Enter Borat. <laughs> I just made an offer on Rafa Nadal signed painting NFT. Is that that's an NFT? Of on with my MetaMask of point oh 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 oh. Is it actually that low? One. That was my offer. That doesn't have to be accepted. What's the? Is there an offer yet? Point oh 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 oh. Is there a bid yet? One, doggy coin. I mean, I'll buy it. All right. Well. I guess uh, it's January um, uh, 4th. We got all year to figure out what, what's going on with these fucking NFTs. Uh, uh, right. Happy New Year, uh, by the way. We, yeah. Did we even say Happy, happy New, New Year, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do year. Another great year. We got to do a little pound action. Crew. Yeah, get across the, the table. Tons of, uh, tons of trips. Uh, Good lined content. Up. Food content. challenge February. Food Most challenge importantly, February. let we- us know what you want to see. People, we got let us know. We're all ears. Ooh, good guests lined Potential, up. Potentially our first in-person podcast um, inter- interview. I guess first, it would be an interview. First true live guest. True live guest. Yes. I'm ready we'll be safe. It. I'm ready for it. But that's something to keep an eye out on. Um, closing out the show, I think uh, it's pretty clear NFTs. We could probably spend a, a while yeah. looking it up, trying to figure out <laughs> what's I'm gonna going I'm going to bring my on. laptop next time and... We'll go down the rabbit hole yeah. of NFTs. Maybe we'll do like a quarantine queries, like or like twenty twenty two. Somebody version. that knows about it, yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah, we did two. My uh, my pet project <laughs> of quarantine queries. We did two episodes, then immediately stopped because I just ran out of time. <laughs> Speaking of ran out of time, Taco Bell. No, 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 no. We're touching on this real quick. Oh, because we we <laughs> we're, we're doing a real quick. You sent it to. We'll try and post uh, maybe the clip of it if it's not a. Uh, too tough um there's a lot of mascots uh on these food products and i guess someone <laughs> i guess someone decided to line them up and to see who would be the easiest who would win in a fight who basically. would win in a fight yeah who is the world heavyweight champion of food mascots right so according to this graphic green giant would beat everyone's ass here i can right? he's essentially the hulk of of food he's the food mascot who's the number one ufc fighter these days Pound for pound, probably Kamar Usman. Yeah, okay. okay. Like Kamar Usman um, would be my guess. Okay, so I guess he's him in this scenario. Yeah. Um, the opposite, who is not – that would be like if one of us entered the UFC ring. 
is the Quaker oatmeal guy, the Amish man. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's how's the Pillsbury Doughboy not the the how bottom of the pit? Well, the he's got a true do- weakness. All he has to do is tickle his belly. Yeah, not exactly. the Pillsbury Dur- Doughboy. They ranked the Gerber food baby in front of the Quaker <laughs> <laughs> Amish man, which is straight disrespect yeah. to Quaker. You, know, you don't oh, think the, the Quaker oats guy just has like some six pack like rock abs after the overnight oats that he eats? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking he's probably Amish, so he probably has like some crazy like farm strength. gym. Yeah. yeah. Farmer strength or farm gym. Right. I'm sorry to say, but I think he'd probably take the Gerber baby. Absolutely. At least. I think so. I think um, I think the Ger- Gerber baby is like the Rutgers football of. Uh, All this, right, so uh, ones that are not on the list, let's yes. let's go around the table and yes. uh, try to. You want me to go first, or you want to go? You can start. So okay, I'll start. Pr- pretty okay, much, there's ahead. like 15 different mascots on this list. Um, we're not going to go over them all, but we are going to pick. We found mascots that we think we can either take in a fight, or would kick our ass. Uh, we don't know who. We don't know which mascot. We don't know what end of the spectrum uh, we chose. So we're about to find out. Um, it should be good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right I'll I'm go re- first. I'm ready for this. Okay. I'll go good first. I'll go first. I'm going to go with the uh, the Burger King. All right. Oh, actual like the Burger King? King. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like you I, think he could kick our ass or I, that, fair well, fight? I, I want to ask you guys because I feel like he could low-key be a good fighter uh, because of his king status. In um, I don't know in movies that we've seen, kings are usually you gotta fight. You gotta fight age. to be king. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta fight to be a king. So he could low key have a, a good swordsmanship skills and uh, slice us in half, or you know. I could see it. You have, yeah. be, you have to be physically intimidating. You have to be physically strong. You have to be mentally right. strong. Yeah, I, it takes a lot. I to I, a I think the the Burger King would surely uh, make a run for the title. So in this you, hypothetical situation. So, so are you saying but we could, we'd lose in a fight? We lose. Like the three of us versus the king. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait. I think he. he are we doing us. this? We're doing three it, on it one. It needs to be three a handicap match. A handicap match. Oh. Handi- individually we, and a handicap match. Wouldn't stand a shot. I, I don't is, think any of us could beat him individually. One? I think we got an outside shot. Okay. I, I think the numbers game would catch up to the king. Okay, one v one, we'd lose. Three v one, we destroy. I would hope three v one. Any of these mascots, I think we could even take Green Giant. And Jolly Tony Green the Tiger. Giant. How giant? Hang on, let's. I'm gonna Google. Yeah, this. but that's another thing. How big is the the Green Giant? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm on you it right just now. Step on How us, tall all three of us at once. Is the Can't be Jolly that big. The guy's picking vegetables. He's the Jolly like, Green Giant is 55 feet high. All right, we're dead. <laughs> we're dead. <laughs> all right. Damn, oh eat my your peas. god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> eat your peas, boys. And all girls. right. And he's a hundred years old, but he looks great for his age. I don't want to. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. We don't want to see him in a fight. All right, who's next? Who's That's next? fine. You want to go or you want me to go? Uh, you go first. Okay. Filibuster okay. for me. Uh, I don't know the name of this mascot, but um, this one we could easily 1v1. Um, honestly, we could probably close our eyes. Um, honestly, probably our hands behind our back, too. Oh, dang. I'm going with the Tootsie Roll Owl. That little shit of a mascot. Oh, my you God. He was such a nerd. I, he doesn't even know how many licks it takes. Yeah. To get to the center. He wears a stupid hat. Oh, he's yeah. just there licking licking a lollipop. <laughs> we would smoke him. Uh, I think he'd be. Bro, he cheated. One on I, I think he'd be less. I think the Gerber baby would put up more of a fight. One-on-one and a handicap match? <laughs> yeah. All of the above. Yeah. We'd, okay. We it got wouldn't him. matter the scenario. We'd, we'd take him. <laughs> I mean, he's also a cheater, so we have to kind of look out for that. Because he, he, he licked the lollipop like two times and then bit the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, so. true. I'm, you know, so I've, I've got the Gerber ba- I've got the Gerber baby minus 175 <laughs> against 
against the we're not, we're not financial advisors. <laughs> don't bet. We're on not any. gamblers either. <laughs> don't bet on these uh, fights. We we do need a gambling partner to help us uh, put the lines on on some of these hypothetical uh, fast food mascot fights. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Close right, us out. Close it. Oh man, he was in a commercial with a former president of the United States. He's big. He's purple. He's a doofus. He's strong. It's grimace. All brawn. Probably no brains. But uh, I think he would give the Jolly Green Giant at least a run for his money. Just because, like, I feel like underneath that Wait, big what? purple. Is Grimace McDonald's? Grimace is McDonald's. Okay. But we haven't seen him in a while. He's, I think he's been off training. Oh, that's low. Oh, so like, he might just be shredded. Like he's Rocky? Like when Rocky goes to Russia? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he might be in that cabin right now. <laughs> Doing, uh, Boxing doing, yeah, like, ra- yeah, wrapping his legs around that, uh, <laughs> like Russian yeah. grain silo and doing sit-ups on it. And he's, okay. he, he's got a, he's got a picture of the Jolly Green Giant that he like crumbles, just like Rocky crumbles the picture of Drago. Uh, I'm trying to pull one. up. I don't even remember I'm this guy. Trying to pull up a picture of the. Okay. Yeah, Ronald uh, McDonald's pissed. You think this guy can beat Jolly Green Giant? No way. No this, chance. This guy. <laughs> we gotta oh show my god! The, yeah, show but, the, the, but show the crowd. That's his. That's his exterior. There could be. There could be a lot of muscle under there. This man looks like Jolly a Green Giant would gumdrop. eat that thing and then just shit it out later on in the day. I, so. I'm on. I'm on Grimace's. It's Google, like a furry grape. I'm on Grimace's Google page, and some of the most common questions about uh, Grimace that are asked is, "What race is Grimace?" <laughs> Guys, I actually do have some good news. For a whopping, uh, I don't know if it's on sale. Three hundred fifty dollars, we could get a grimace uh, costume. I wish that you were gonna. <laughs> I thought stock. you were gonna say we could get a grimace NFT. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> <laughs> 0. 003 We'll have to look into uh, that. We'll have to look into a grimace costume and NFT. All right, why don't we get going? We'll look into it now. We'll look into it now. T Bell. Oh, new items. New items. We're pumped. Oof. It's about that time. We are back, baby. But not till next week. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Yeah.